welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. A very powerful message. I was going to teach a different message, but whilst the choir was ministering, the Spirit of the Lord insisted that I repeat what I preached in the first service. So we will do that. Close your eyes and lift your right hand and speak the language of the Spirit of the Lord. Talk to God. Ask Him to speak to you. Zagada bakashada labaha, menda lagazeke teke bakataya, lembrandi kashanda lekrakata, balande la kashebra gadola, mandili akasoba lagada, lebakasha. Open our ears to hear your voice. Leka bayando shegranda, maleka shanda kebale rakora, zandi kene marokatala, e na bayanda kashada baba. Is there anyone here called Esinam? I want to pray for Esinam. You are Esinam. Come. I didn't know you were Esinam. Who knew she was called Esinam? Uh, I don't know. I want to pray for you. The Spirit of the Lord wants to use you to break a tradition in your father's house. The Spirit of the Lord is going to come upon you. Though you are not extremely academically intelligent, gates and doors have been opened for you in the academia. One day in your lifetime, you will be called Dr. Janet, so, so, and so. Receive the anointing to become. Take it. Receive it. It's a fresh grace. And we break barriers. Receive the fresh oil. Yes, the oil is pouring. You will take it. It's for generations after you. By the count of three. Let the oil be massive and complete. One, two, three. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Let your strength double. Let the angel that must assign to this way be positioned in your life. Now and forevermore. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. So, be careful not to be in a hurry. Listen to me. Be careful not to be in a hurry to make money. But always look for avenue to advance your academics. If anybody asks you, what can I do for you? Don't be in a hurry to look for an avenue to make money. 
always look for an avenue to advance your academia because God is picking you out of your father's house to bring a glory that only he can bring to that family. Clap and give God praise. So I'm preaching on my father, my father. My father, my father. In our world today, we only refer to people who have children as fathers. When a man does not have a child, we don't call him a father. So gradually, it has, it has become part of... In fact, it, 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 it is true that if you don't have a child, God, it is, it is offsprings that makes a man a father. But it doesn't end there. The essence of fatherhood is not just to produce children. There is a bigger essence for fatherhood. But we are in a time and in a day that gradually, when you look at history, gradually, the essence of fatherhood is gradually disappearing. And we are producing irresponsible parents, even in the church. And that is a big worry to God. Because God remains our heavenly father forever. It means that fatherhood on earth expires when God's fatherhood comes to an end. You are a father for life. Fatherhood does not end. Even when you die and go, your fatherhood, the works of your fatherhood must be speaking for your children. So the word father is not just for a man to produce a child. There are many people suffering today because their fathers were irresponsible. And these could be Christians. This could be Muslims. This could be Hindus. The call of fatherhood is not just for the church. It is the church for, it, it is a call for, for humankind. The masculine. If you are a man, you have an automatic call to fatherhood. If you are a husband, you have an automatic call to fatherhood. And fatherhood, as many ventures, is not easy. It's not a tax on a silver platter. It's difficult. And you need to know how to father. We learn how to father. You are a father, but you will not know how to father until you see an example and learn. So they said... A son who sees a bad father or who has a bad father will also likely to become a bad father. If you continue to be a bad example to your son, your son will become a bad example to his son. So a bad father is dangerous to generations. These hooligans and these um, people on the road and on the street, armed robbers, prostitutes. Go check. If not all, over 98% of them, 
did not enjoy and experience proper fatherhood. The call to fatherhood is so evident and needed. Look at Father's Day. How many of us celebrate Father's Day? But we are all in a hurry to celebrate Mother's Day. Because most fathers did not meet our expectations. Some of you have to hustle for yourself. What you eat, where you stay. And the thing is, you did not ask them to bring you into the world. That is the same question your children will ask you one day. That daddy, I did not ask you to bring me into the world. Some of you have been left. The things you've been through, the things you have done, if you had good fatherhood, you might not have done the things you did. But for the grace of God, some of you shouldn't be alive. Because the father who should have been at the gate of the house was not there. And now I zero in into Christian fatherhood. As a Christian, you must model the form of the heavenly father to your children. Men, are you listening to me? Yeah. It's not just about you being a man. Fatherhood is beyond muscles. The African example has cost us. In Africa, we see our fathers as supreme beings. And unfortunately, there are Christians today who are still swimming in such philosophies. Your mind has not been renewed yet. So, the mistakes your grandfather did, you are doing the same. The mistake your father did, you are doing the same. And it will be transferred to the children. There must always be a point that something changed in the family. And if we, we have become Christians, the call is on us to rise up and become proper fathers to the children God is going to give to us. If the world is failing with fatherhood, we cannot. We are failing because we have not gotten closer enough to the Heavenly Father. Because when we get closer to the Heavenly Father, we will know how a father should be. Are you here? If so, if we don't rise up and become proper fathers every day, happy Father's Day, happy Father's Day, happy Father's Day, many wishes, many this, many that, it doesn't change anything. I am one of the people who, who are not impressed with those things. Yes. Because the essence of the word is to change and transform. If we don't change, the type of fatherhood we will sell to our children. And listen to me. Our children are ten times faster and smarter than us. If you repeat the mistakes of your father, 
the consequence will be 10 times what you have become. And you, if you all be honest, some of you are sitting here, you are angry with your father. I want to tell you something. You can never be angry with your father. Take that thing from your mind. Never make yourself vulnerable to think and have the right to be angry with your father. It's not possible. Can you be angry with your heavenly father? Which court will, which court will sit on it? It is becoming too common that children are angry with their father. It's a case. It, 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 is, on, it is on head of. You are angry with your father. So you are expecting your father to come and apologize to you. Whoever taught you that, I'm teaching you today. That never have in your mind that you can get angry with your father. When your father offends you, it is a blessing. Count it as a blessing. Because the well that will quench your thirst, you can never fight that well. So if you are here every day, they say, we want to pray for those who are angry with their fathers. And you keep coming. You have a big problem. You are not your father's class. Are you, are you here? Don't let uh, uh, democracy and, and my right, my right. You, hey, what a generation. When your father sneezes, it's a blessing. The mistake of your father can turn for a blessing for you if you have a good heart. So the way you are getting angry with your father, can you imagine your children if they also get angry with you? So which generation of yours will be happy with their fathers? Because what you sow is what you reap. And there are many Christians, young people, who are growing into irresponsible fatherhood. Yes. The way it is, really, the way if I look in the church, if I say the church, I'm not just here because I don't preach only here. Friday I was preaching somewhere and I read a lot and I study a lot and I observe a lot. And you and I know when you go for a Christian brother and sister's reception, do you feel comfortable? You see that their parents will be sitting there laughing, laughing, but they are not comfortable. And people are marriage drunk that they connive to deceive their parents, deceive their pastors, deceive their friends, and they hide the secret between them, which they know. Any secret you will keep between the two of you, that you know you know. When it comes out, your parents will not allow the marriage. And you keep it. You have sown the seed of deception into that marriage. You can never be a good father. 
you've broken trust between you and your partner. If we can jointly agree to deceive our father. That means you're a liar. And I'm a liar. And every liar is a traitor. So the seed of deception is sown into the marriage right from day one. How can, how can trust become strong in the marriage? You are pregnant. You deceive the pastor to marry. Say you are pregnant. Let the go through marry. Hey, give birth. When you finish and you still want to marry, it's a different thing than for you to be pregnant. Then you come. Not me. But a, a lady did that. What I did to her in the office. If you are pregnant, give birth. Keep birth. Nobody will kill you. When you finish, because pregnancy is not a sign of love. So not on that premise you tie yourself to marriage. Because maybe you went for a wash here. You are just playing around. We, marriage is coming under some attack. We keep binding the spirit of divorce, but it's not divorce doing anything. No. Leave divorce alone. It's the foundation. It's the foundation. And men in this house, by the time I go through the 12 signs of a great father, something should start changing in your mind. Yeah. You may be married already, but start restructuring your mind. There are different types of fathers you will have. You have your biological father, the man who gave birth to you. You have your uncles. Your uncles. Or a man who stands in now as your father because you lost your dad. By all means, in your family, they've given you a father. You can't be sitting here and your family hasn't given you a father. So make sure today you sort him out. Honor all your fathers today. Yeah. Sons honor their fathers. So don't be here and send this message. Daddy, happy birthday. I love you. I thank you for everything you have done for me. Thank you for what? Even God takes offerings and tithes. Your uncle that stood in for your engagement, you are here sending, how can he read? You know he can't read. You know that, that, you know that uncle you bought that badge from, he can't read. What he can read is Momo Alert. That one, he will see. <laughs> but those long essays with love, 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 love. When daddy was not there, thank you for standing. He won't read it. 
that is your biological. Then we have foster parents. Foster parents are people who are taking care of you. They are not your blood relation. They are taking care of you. Adopted parent, fatherhood. Adopted father is uh, you adopting someone. You have been adopted by a man legally. You even bear his name. Spiritual parent, your spiritual father. I believe in spiritual fatherhood. There have been so many arguments. I told the first service, don't be wasting your time on certain arguments. Argument that does not make spiritual sense, don't waste your time on them. There are spiritual fathers. Every Christian has a spiritual father. You denying it doesn't change anything. Maybe because some people have abused it. So people have also moved to the extreme and say, our spiritual father is God. Okay, nobody argues that. His heavenly father, big F. These spiritual fathers are small Fs. Why do you have spiritual fathers? Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. But in Jeremiah, he also says that, I will give you shepherds after my own heart. So these shepherds are supposed to reflect and emulate and represent our heavenly father. So your spiritual father is the one that preaches the word of God to you, the one that prays for you, the ones that officiates your wedding, the ones that watch over your soul, the one that calls you when you are in need, when you are in trouble, the one you call, the one that prays and gathers you and puts a system in place in the sheepfold of the Lord. That is your spiritual father. You can't be in church, eh? And say your spiritual father is, is, is Clefrodola. He will, if you officiate your wedding, he will officiate your naming ceremony. When you are at the hospital, call Clefrodola. <laughs> when your father is sick, Cleflo dollar. Charlie. <laughs> when you die, your bishop penny should call Cleflo dollar to come and bury you. You have professional fathers. So where you work, there are people there when you have challenges with your colleagues or your immediate boss you run to you go and sit down or you have to you you need a short one week off but you don't know how to go about it there are people at your workplace you easily walk to these are people you should remember to honor them honor them some of us don't honor anybody you don't honor anybody you are i am that i am you have a spirit of independence you are not where you are without father's input. Wherever a man is standing, a father helped him. Wherever you are today, there are people's signatures that are evidently written in your life. 
you deny it, it's a sign of pride. So on Father's Day, you have to plan into Father's Day. Some of you have to drive and go look for these people and honor them. Let them know that they are appreciated. Let them know that they are respected. Let them know that you acknowledge their works in your life. Some of you, some of the people who came for your engagement and weddings, they had problems, health challenges, but they remember blood that this is my granddaughter. This is my grandson. Some of them, yesterday in, I went for a funeral. The one that is dead is younger than the woman I saw. There, there was a woman who came, who was in wheelchair. I said, ah, I don't know. Oh, I don't know, sir. Then somebody said, hey, we know Obano. I'm like, wow. She is a brewer. Puso, puso, she could hardly. No, she, she had become a child. But she was. Because that is her daughter that is dead. This generation don't honor anybody. Because you go and hear a message that makes you feel that you don't need a spiritual father. Okay, you don't need a spiritual father, but you have a biological father. You have professional fathers. You have people who helped you to get the job you have now. You have people even helped you to marry. You didn't have raps. Somebody went to speak to somebody. For you. <laughs> you, you, you didn't know how to go about it. And you use somebody's face to get what you have. Remember them. So, these are the various father figures that are in our lives. Who have you remembered today? Or only your dead father? It's only your dead father you are thinking about. When he died, God gave you others. God gave you people. And all you are thinking about is your dead father. If you were around, if my dead father was around, like this, please, God has given you people to do what he would have done. Have you remembered them today? Don't worry, when I get into the message, I have to, I'll do 20 minutes on that. I'll run through like I did in the first service. I just want to know that. I just want you to know that they are people. You must develop the culture of honor. The culture of honor. Father's Day, birthdays, New Year, Christmas. It must be a burden on your heart to honor such people. Sometimes it will be your last. And these events normally happen when you don't have money. That calls for you to plan. I plan it. And I go ahead of the date. Because I know that by the time Father's Day is coming, it is at the edge of the month. I am not a prophet, but I know you don't like your bank account right now. 
So it's like in your heart, oh God, I could have bought a house for my father if I had money, if you could have planned also. This is just by the way. Remember to honor the people who matter in your life. Don't wait for them to die. They're in the obituary. You go and stand there. I remember when I was married, you traveled all the way from the village. Even you were not well. Even you were not well at all. But you told me, my daughter, I will come. Because I remember your father. Oh, daddy, if you are around, you are lying. When it was Father's Day, it was Father's Day. When it was his birthday, you were in Sakumono. You didn't mind him. I want you to change your mind, not for this year, for the rest of your life. That you have people, you honor them in your life because their input in your life daily speaks for you. Don't be a typical Ghanaian lady or guy when he's going to marry then he's put his hand behind her anytime hey, thank you daddy thank you daddy people you never called uncle today you call them daddy and after the ceremony that is it because there is a blessing in honoring fathers there is a blessing in honoring fathers give the lord a mighty clap of it. So, I come to the sermon. In 20 minutes, I should be done. So, before I finish here, I'll take an offering. And this offering is to support greater works. I'll give you seven days. Okay, I'll raise between 100 to 1,000 CDs. Every, what you can pay. So, from 100 Ghana up to 1,000 CDs. I'll give you an envelope. Next week, bring it so that we can support our father's vision of greater ways. Is it a good idea? Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. If you have not honored any father in your life today, eh, when we close, eh, do what you can do to honor them. Because I know the blessing in it. And I don't want to pastor people who don't know spiritual secrets. That's what I'm teaching you. Look for your father. Some of you may have to drive to Odan today. Some of you may have to drive to Kufuridria today. Yeah, and go and honor them. They will be shocked that you are there with your wife and children came to wish them a happy Father's Day. Even if you give them 200 Ghana City and they know, look, my uncle died. One Saturday in December, They'll be burying him next week. I'm, I will not be able to go. But the children are not offended. They, are, they, are even, they even understand. I should have been there. Because he was there when daddy was not there. So one Saturday in December, I was there and I had a strong urge. I should look for him. Then I chatted with the daughter and said, Daddy is very sick. He's a confanochi. I said, wow. The edge was strong. And I told her, I will come. I will come immediately. So I took plane. In and out. Early morning. I got 
wanted money to take plane. Some of you have not sat in plane before. Just gather money. <laughs> just gather money here to Kumasi. Just sit in. When you get there, just roam around. <laughs> go to tech. Just go and walk. And come back. And sit in a plane. And come down. It is only 900 Ghana. That one you used to buy that perfume. Use it to sit in the plane. Because even by sitting in the plane, eh, your faith will increase. Yes. You will see people you've never seen before in your life. People you see on the news, you see them seated by you or right in front. When you enter the plane or they are sitting on the right, you'll be shocked. You don't go anywhere. Lashibi to Sakumono. Uber. Taxi. Uber. Taxi. Okada. Today, I release you from this case. So I got there and I saw him from afar and he saw me. He said, Nana, you came? I said, yes. And I walked to him, he was teary. He said, Nana, you came? You came earlier? I said, I took a plane. He said, what? For me? He started crying. He said, God is in control. I left there two days. He died. But you know him. At least, when I was leaving, when I left, he calls me back. He said, let me pray for you. I pray for your children. They'll be greater. They'll be president. They'll be this. They'll be that. They'll be that. They'll be that. And he was crying. He was in pain. He died two days after. What would have gone on in his mind if none of us showed up there? Look, we play with things as charismatics. Shaguda yameka tu yakabe yembushi yembushi. We we don't care. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. If nobody likes me, God likes me. Really? Have you met God before? Where did you meet God? Be there with your pride. Very soon you see that everybody has left you. Some of you have not even called your fathers today. As you, some of you, as I'm preaching, you are in a hurry to type. Don't type. When, <laughs> wait, when, when you leave the building, go straight to Accra Mall, Jansen Mall. Do something. And stop saying, Me, I'm angry with my father. You, angry with your father. Don't know. So I come back to my message. Joseph, I'm using Joseph as a model father. Yeah, I still have 25 minutes. Listen and write and take note. Joseph, the foster father of Jesus. Joseph, Jesus was not a product of any sperm or any egg. Mary never gave an egg for Jesus' conception. And Joseph never gave a sperm for Jesus' conception. So this is Joseph who is betrothed to Mary. Or we would say engaged. Families are aware everything. They've turned drink. They know that Mary is destined or committed to marry Joseph. 
They were in a very nice relationship. Remember, Mary was still a virgin. Yeah. I'll come to that. Don't worry. Mary was still a virgin. It is in this age when you are preaching on then they'll say, it doesn't mean that if you are not a virgin, this, please. <laughs> if you are a virgin, don't lose it because of peer pressure. They say, we are John, we are John. We are John, we are John. He doesn't know what's up. I was going to experiment. You alone in your experimentation, you will be experimented. <laughs> so Mary was a virgin, and I don't know why God decided to use the womb of a virgin. It means that there is a wisdom in sexual purity. One day we will understand. So they were there, they didn't have any. That, the fact that she was a virgin, does it, mean, it means that they had nothing to do as betrothed couples. How many years the Bible is here to mention to us? I don't know. So they were there. Joseph knows that he has never touched Mary. One day Joseph comes and then Mary says, I'm pregnant. Hey. I missed my period this month. Do you know that even married men, when your wife tells you she has missed her period, you, 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 your heart beats. <laughs> oh, the married men, they understand. You are expecting pregnancy, but the day they tell you, it's like some avalanche. We just, hey, eh, really? So baby is inside. Is where? Is there? So they, she, she told Mary that Mary, hey, Joseph, I'm pregnant. He said, with who? This is disgraceful. What is it? He said, no, the other day, an angel of the Lord came and visited and said, I'm going to come under the power of the Holy Ghost and I will conceive a child and his name will be called Jesus. Now let's go through the characteristics of a godly father we can pick from Joseph from this point. Do you have the background now? Do you understand the background? So the first thing we're going to look at Father Joseph is in Matthew chapter 1 verse 19. Joseph was a righteous man. Say a righteous man. The Bible said then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her public example. So this, um, Joseph being a just man, if we will be great fathers in the kingdom of God, I'm talking to believers, we must be righteous men. We must be people who love to do right. We must be people who love to do things in the right way. Loving what is right. Doing what is right. Establishing what is right. And not building what is false. Not building false things around us. Not, not building fake images. You go for somebody's reception. You would think that is a child of Bill Gates. Only for you to finish and you will see that this person. You know, ah! 
In image for the sake of people, the people. The people. So every young man is under pressure. As and look, the more you don't marry early, the more the bill just keeps going. The standard is just because you like peer pressure, you are going to just die. Because they always change the thing. By the time you are settling on something, very soon, horse, white horses will bring rings. You'll be in the day, you turn your back, it's a white horse coming with rink. Joseph was a righteous man. He knew God. He walked with God. He believed in God. Who do you believe in? Whose philosophies are you living your life with as a man? Because becoming a great father is not just about money. People have money and they are not great fathers. When King Solomon, he loved God. The Bible said for 20 years, King Solomon loved God. And then his heart was turned against God. It's when his heart was turned against God. In his dying moment, he called money vanity. He called mansion vanity. For me, I don't call money vanity. It should come. <laughs> My heart is with the Lord. <laughs> money is a weapon. And it's a defense. He walked with God for 20 years. And his heart turned. And money. Money does not make you a great father. A pure heart. A mind that does right. If you are here as a man, please stop these aluguzan things. Stop being smart. Because your children will, will know. They will know with time. The consequences of our actions will have a repercussion on the family. Everybody's saying, hey, now there are no genuine guys to marry. The guys who are saying, Pastor, the girls, you can't trust them. So who? Who should we trust? <laughs> because everybody is hiding somewhere and is doing his own thing and believing that somebody will fall from heaven untouched. How many women have you touched? How many men have you touched? Then you want to touch an untouchable. The purity of our hearts as men. Purity. As a man, when you are paying tight and nobody is there, how do you pay it? Hello? Ananias led the wife into destruction because he deceived, he connived with the wife, Safira, that let's do this together. Look, if your husband wants to take you into the land of deception for the sake of your children, don't go. Yes. There is a point that a wife has the power to disagree with the husband when it is contrary God's word. Yes. This thing that they are saying, follow your husband, follow, follow, follow the go, ladder, ladder, follow. Hey. Ananias, the wife. 
The wife could have saved the two of them. Whilst Ananias was coming, the wife could say, no, darling, no, this is not it. And many men listen to their wives. Contrary to the view that they don't. Unless you are stubborn, like you are not a wife. But many men, they fear their wives. So Ananias would have listened to Sapphira. But Sapphira could knife. You saw your husband die because he lied. At least you had an opportunity. Speak the truth. Oh, what my husband said. You are in love. That is very foolish. What my husband said is actually to, I don't, you don't want to disgrace your husband. Please. When it comes to destiny, Abigail, a neighbor, Abigail rebuked the husband. Stop that. You are dealing with a mighty man. Don't you know David will kill you? He's been talking anyhow. Abigail have to run ahead and go and beg David. The man was so proud. He died. They killed him. And David came to marry Abigail. Yes. They are some men. They have beautiful women. They have treasures. But they don't know that they have treasures until they lose them. A wise woman in the hands of a foolish man. Am I preaching? Men, am I preaching? Yeah. <laughs> Joseph was a righteous man. Let me move on. Number two, Joseph was merciful. Look, if you are not ready for marriage, don't run into it. 4 p.m. I'm meeting all fathers here. If you're a husband, you're also part. Come. Joseph was merciful. He could have divorced Mary per the traditions of his time. He could have allowed them to stone her to death for the sin of adultery. But he didn't. As a father, you must have the heart of mercy. That is what separates you from just being a man. Great fathers are merciful. Look at the prodigal son. In fact, that was your message. He stood at the door, gate, waiting for the son to come back. When he saw the son returning, he was happy. Every great father is merciful. It's merciful. It's merciful. I remember this young guy who, who left us very early in the ministry. He just told me Friday that he's going to another church. Sunday he, he didn't show up. Later on, after many years, I heard he was sick. When he was sick, he told them they should call Pastor Prince and tell him. Have they called him? They should tell Pastor Prince that he is not well and that he wants to speak to me. So I spoke to the guy. Later they called again that they need money. Said the other. 
I sent money. I later discovered that what I sent was very, very big compared to maybe it was the biggest. Because when I sent it, the person said, Oh, they have some other one, like they, they are receiving 50 Ghana, 100 Ghana, 50 Ghana, 100 Ghana. Then I knew that. Mm. You see, if you are a father and you are not merciful, you can never be a great father. Joseph could have said, Mary, off my boat. Take the drink. Let's go. I don't want you. But Joseph said, I will marry you. He didn't want to disgrace him publicly. Great fathers are merciful. You have to learn how to deal with the weakness of your spouse and the weakness of your children. The prodigal son took money. It's estimated $13.5 million then. Blew it. But yet the father was standing. Look, may we have a different this kind of father, small thing, biological father. I wash my hands off you. Look at you. Christian. You wash your hands off him. Why? What is it? Has God washed his hands off your life? And you have the strength. A Christian. A tongue talking. No matter what will come your way. As a Christian father, never. I wash my hands, then they, they cherish it. They're proud. Wash my hands off you. I'm no longer your father. Don't go and mention my name anywhere. And these same people, if something happens to their children, the same children, they wash their hands off will be the people crying because there is something in your heart as a father that connects you to your child that can never die because that prodigal son's father could have just could have he wouldn't go and stand up because you are only two and you are you came that you should divide i divided you have gone some of you will not, hey when you see him you say hey get back lock that gate <laughs> <laughs> if you let that guy enter like a Nigerian movie see the man is at the top if you let that guy enter you are leaving this house with him the Bible said and not willing to make a public example was minded even when he was considering the consequences he wanted to do it in an honorable some of you you don't respect your spouses as a man you talk anyhow to your spouses you even in the evening when you are worshiping you worship anyhow then you throw them away like 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 no respect You treat your wife like an ashawa. You talk anyhow. No honor. What will your children learn? You think your children don't know? They'll come and pass like they don't know what is happening. But they pick the door. Oh, I'm telling you. And they go to school. Our children come back from school and they are talking about people's matters. 
He said, Mommy, Daddy, this one said their mother has been crying every day. Look. At 4 p.m., the men, I have two teachings for you. If you miss it, I don't know. And I don't want to see any woman here. It's a surgical process. It be to try on. <laughs> Joseph was merciful. If you want to be a great father, start learning how to be merciful. Start it. Amen. The third point, give the Lord a clap offering. The third point is that he was a God listener. He knows how to listen to God. Great fathers are men who know how to listen to God. Learn to listen to God. Joseph was a God listener. There are some men who don't listen to God. And young ladies who are not married, avoid such men. All the characteristics I'm giving you, eh, if you are going to look for somebody to marry and you don't see them, walk away. Eh, you don't look for those things. You want somebody who is a swag. Or a swag with any phone. Phone that don't show my young home. Who cry iPhone. Cry iPhone. 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 The iPhone 7. Yeah. <laughs> I was seven. Said the unnanty crowd, they come in. Unnantia. I say, gentle giant, be all back. That is what you are looking. Joseph was a listener of God. Or thing I mean near. Bring and he respects God's voice. If we will be good Christian fathers, God will demand that we respect his voice. And I don't like a, 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 a Christian guy or the Yamiati children at home, like why you know home, Crefe, Crefe, Opedia, Abunzama, Abunzam. <laughs> you will not even get that is why you come complaining all the guys they are not serious how would they be serious if you don't like Krife Krife <laughs> I mean a guy with your body how are you the Lord is with you it is well it's messy Bibia messy be a mercy, as if that. But you see, <laughs> you must go for a man who knows how to listen to God. Not just a man who can pray. A lot of people who pray don't know God. They don't listen to God. The fact that you enter into prayer and you pray and you pray and you pray and you pray. There are a lot of proud people who are strong prayer people. Yes. Don't be deceived with their tongues. Hey, no. The devil has tongues. Yeah, sure. You've not met some people speaking in tongues before. 
So, uh, because the person is a prayerful person. There are people who pray who don't listen to God. They, not, not even that they don't. They can't even hear God. Oh, yes. One day, we went to the mountains. The picture I put on the page, that is about 2016. There's some group of people, we saw them. When I saw them, I knew them. I said, these people are not born again. But they were praying. They were strong, eh? intense, but I knew them. No, if the Bible said that they prophesied in my name and I didn't know them, how much more they prayed in my name? If a man can prophesy in God's name and Jesus says, I don't know you, Prophets you. Are you Oheni? Are you 36? Are you 33? I'll I, I pick you eh? Many people think I'm not a prophet. <laughs> Should I go deeper? Jesus says some of them, he doesn't know them. Somebody who can say you are from this town, you were born on this. Jesus says, I don't know. How much more prayer? You, you are praying normal prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. <laughs> to be a great father does not necessarily mean that being extra, a, a, somebody who prays. No. There are people who pray, they don't obey God. Look at the young prophet. God said, don't talk to anyone. Go. Prophet who? An old prophet called him, made him eat when he went. Lion chewed him up. But Joseph, men, if we will be great fathers, we must learn to listen to God. The third or the fourth point. He was an obedient believer. He was an obedient believer. He was an obedient believer. Matthew 1.24 He was an obedient. Then Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and he took unto him his wife. He obeyed. We have to be men who obey God. When he woke up he married Mary. He didn't change his mind. What type of believer are you? Are you an obedient? Are you a lawyer? Are you faithful to God? Are we? We can't. You see, don't think that the day I get money, I will be very nice to people. It doesn't make you a great father. And the rate at which divorce is hitting the church, it means that something is wrong in the makeup of the man. And when marriages and families are not working, society won't work. To go to America, they are shooting themselves, killing themselves, and that is the type of land we want. We are dreaming. Some of you, all your dream is that you are in Columbus, Ohio, like when you do like this. It's good, but you see. When you don't obey God, a 
and you go to Columbus, Ohio, you will not even have ticket to come back to Ghana. <laughs> Most of your uncles that are there that you are disturbing as my uncle is here, my uncle is here. He wishes he's back in Ghana. He has no money for ticket. Common $500 he doesn't have. Joseph obeyed God and married Mary. Number five, he was a humble man. Men, be humble. Our problem is ego. There are some believers eh, I don't understand them. You are not educated. You don't have money. You are poor. You are proud. Poor proud. Are you not tired? Even God, I told them in the first service, that if you are proud, God himself will push you off thrones. Thrones that you have prayed for. Thrones that your tithe has earned you. Thrones that your service has, has procured for you. Eh? God will say, la lie. For a proud man to sit on this, the chair will be empty. You will pray and pray and pray. God is there. Come, come, come. Hurry up. So this is your throne. Sit on it. God resists the proud. And you will be disturbing your family because your promotion in life will delay. Children will suffer. Your wife will suffer. You will just be suffering. Because a man who is leading the family is a proud man. Poor proud. You see, if the person is rich and proud, money is a defense. So money will defend the person not the person repents. But if you are poor proud, what is there? Are you here? Today is Father's Day, so I'm not preaching reveal like, no, no, I'm down. Taking it one by one. The mothers are happy. I, 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 you, you escaped because you went to spy the land. Because <laughs> I had some nice meal for you, but I pray that our men will not be proud people. Proud. God will resist you. We will pray for you. We will trust God for you. You will be praying for yourself. But God will be pushing out you out of your place of blessing. Then hustling. Your children. Don't you think about your children and your wife. Joseph was humble. He took the word of God. And obeyed it. That is humility. May we have men who are humble. See, sometimes you'll be going on and your wife will try to talk to you. And because of the African mentality, how can you talk to me like that? How you can talk to me like that? How can you, you can't talk to me like that. How should she talk to you? Should you do press conference? Should you do press conference? 4 p.m. GMT at Alliance Francais. Strictly by invitation. 
because your wife wants to speak to you Jude if you want to worship in the night do you do press conference you don't and the two of them both actions are communication so if you want press conference this one too you need press conference May, 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 may our family celebrate us as great fathers. Yes, may God said about Abraham, I know he will instruct his children. Do you want to be a great father? Yeah. One point I will chip from the other side, maybe two more and I close. I'm not able to finish this one. But okay, let me, let me deal with that. He was a provider. He was a provider. Don't marry by blind faith. Marry by faith, but don't marry by blind faith. We will get money for rent. Where? Why they are printing money in heaven? Hello? Oh, let's take the faith. Step of faith. Joseph was a provider. After Jesus was born in the manger, before the Magi came, he had gotten a nice place. Swaddled the child in a nice basket in a beautiful place. As a man, you are a provider. Stop sleeping in bed. Stop changing blankets. If you overburden your wife, soon the order will change. You will pray and pray and pray. That time Lucifer has entered her already. Christian brothers, don't become a burden in your marriage you are a provider you are a provider don't turn your wife into provider that is not the formula god gave and see how the place is quiet because some of you have planned certain things if we don't correct it now tomorrow the snake will bite us you are a provider and we have to share the thing equally it's a shame for you to be arguing with your wife on that platform. So is it only me? Yes. God gave the garden to Adam. And it was when God realized that it was not good for man to be alone because you see the goat walking with the beloved. You see. You <laughs> see the dog walking with the beloved. Adam alone. He'll be standing there watching. Hey, it's nice. So then God said, Oh, this thing. Let me create a helper for Adam. Look, women, listen. Those of you who are married here, you are married. The Lord be with you, give you the strength, and give you the wisdom. Those of you who are not married, the last I was discussing with LB, she brought out some investment, something, something with a bank, that when you put 1,000 there for, 20 years, 
you will get 2.4 million. And I said, you should hurry up and let's do some. Or die, be die. And do it for all the children that 20 years time they will have 2.4 million for them. You see, you are confused. You are not thinking about these things. You are thinking about the new shoe in town when Liverpool is playing this. Uh, the new jersey they are producing, the new perfume. These are the things you are thinking about. But I told them, even if we do it, I will never let them know. Even when they are married, I won't tell them. When they are married and they are living their life and I see that they are serious to do something. And if one is fully, I'll give his own to another. And she said, she said, really? <laughs> she said, really? I said, yes. Because if you tell them now, and they go and fall in love with some lady, and the lady does them like this. If I hear no fear, no. <laughs> are you being blessed? These are truths, eh? Most pastors won't tell you. But me, I'll tell you. You can bore. Cannot bore. I've told you. Or they say, he meets a fair lady. Say, put your head on my thighs. Oh! Samson, dreadlocks, God warned him. Oh, God, he even said it. <laughs> How much more his father's words? by heart. <laughs> so, you, you ladies, listen. I was going to talk to you before and I switched. If even you have some a Japadier. Some money, some things you inherited from your father, from your mother, and he's there. And you meet the man. Shut up. Shut up. Because who doesn't want a well of honey? Eh? See me when my daddy died, they, 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 they gave her the two, two houses. One of mine is in cantonment. They have rented it to some people. And every month, they put 40% in my account for the past 15 years. And I have plans that when we marry, we will not rent the place. We will go and stay there alone. If the person is a criminal, he will become a Jesus. <laughs> Jude, won't you become a Jesus? Ah, what are you talking about? Hey. And even the other one in East Lebanon, there I plan all every time they rent, I, I, I pay it into fidelity because I want my children to be educated in Las Vegas. Hey. 
wherever love is, it will come. <laughs> oh, Jesus. A man must provide. Don't connive with people and lie to your family. Oh, he's into this. He's to this. He's a businessman. He you, you are lying to you are lying to yourself. And how can a marriage, a family line start like that? It won't start when the foundations are destroyed. What will the righteous man do? With time. You see that now be a judge. And now nobody will tell you to divorce. If you come to me thinking that I'll be there, I say, like you are waiting. Pastor speak. Pastor speak. Pastor speak. Pastor say. Me. Oh. I have my own marriage I'm running. And I also give account. I was not there when you chose him or her. You have the power to choose and you chose her and chose him. Manage it. You should have known her manual before you took her to the altar. If you divorce, it's you. But no pastor in his right sense. Unless they are killing you. Today you come, two teeth is gone. Today you come. Your eyelashes has been divided into two. Oh, that one. I will organize boys. Wherever your husband is, we will meet him there. Squat. I grew at first light, Mata Eko. I was a cooler before I came to Spentes. I will call them. Before we hand him over to police. We will bless him. Because why should you beat your wife? Under what circumstance? What is it? You beat your wife and it is off. Not my sister. No. Your teeth will not go off. Your head. <laughs> so you are dating a man. The man has raised the hand on you. You are still there. What is wrong with you? God, he came to cry. I don't do that again. Forgive me. You see, you are the only person I love. You are, you are sick. <laughs> Until a man is prepared for a journey, don't force him to take the journey with you. Don't! Don't force a man to take the journey of marriage with you. Because a drew baby his capacity will finish and you will have to carry the whole load emotionally physically spiritually can you when he was young you couldn't handle him now he's old i end my teaching prematurely give the lord a clap of faith all men rise up on your feet all men Rise up on your feet. Please, women, stretch your hands towards Pray wisdom. Pray strength. Pray wisdom. Men, please put your two hands on your head, please. Put your two hands on your head. The Bible said a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Ask God for wisdom. Ask God for help from above. 
you will be celebrated by your children in your lifetime. May the men in this house be great entrepreneurs. May the men in this house be great men of faith. May the men in this house be great men in their careers. May the men in this house be great men in the spirit. May the men in this house be solutions to their generations and not burdens. May you be an asset and not a liability to your family. I pray for any man who is carelessly roaming and, and wasting time because there is no time. I pray for any man who is not doing what he must be doing. I pray that Lord redirect. Redirect. May your hands be blessed. May your home be blessed. May your visions be blessed. As you go home today, may you come under the torment of this word. May this word be planted in the spirit of every man in this house. And online, that it will bear mighty fruit. You will not be mocked in your old age. Look, the last time I met a boss, former, former, former boss somewhere, he couldn't even have 100 CDs for transport. 100 CDs. In his retirement, in his retirement, what will his children have? A great man leaves an inheritance. May you not live a selfish life. May you have more than enough that your nieces and your nephews will benefit from you, not only your biological children. May you not relax. May you not allow slothfulness to eat you up. Do something. Build yourself. Humble yourself. When people help you, humble yourself. When people are there for you, humble yourself. May you not destroy yourself like neighbor as your hands are on your head. May it be the figure of you before your God. Asking him for mercy and help from above. May you be remembered in the thousand generation. May you, you will not be a waster. Grace will have full expression in your life. Grace will have full expression in your life. You will not die before your time. You will not die on the laps of a Delilah. You will not die in an accident. Your children will grow to meet a prosperous father, a man of the spirit, a church man, a Christian. And I pray for any man who has found himself at the other side of these qualities. Father, I pray as they make deliberate efforts you know their strength come true for them by your grace help them you pick people from the marie clay and you place them upon the rock wherever you are whoever you are i want you to trust grace that every story can be rewritten go back home and begin a new home go back home and begin a new life Go back home and begin to structure a new future 
for yourself, for your destiny, and for your family. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a clap of it. And please take your seat. I beg you, go and go home, listen to the message again on Facebook. Tomorrow when you are driving home to The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.